Hey everybody, welcome back to Casa Walsh, a 90210 podcast. My name is Sam and on today's episode, we'll be going over season one, episode 19. April is the cruelest month and it premiered on April 11th, 1991. So the episode starts out and we see a student playing tennis and obviously he's very good. Brandon is watching him, kind of taking notes a little bit. And then afterwards he goes up to him and says that he's really good and finds it funny that he's using a wooden racket, which the student says he prefers. And I actually thought it was funny. I love tennis. And I was just like, oh, wow. So still using a wooden racket in 91 because nobody uses those anymore. Um, and Brandon actually asks that he wants to interview him for the student paper and he's reluctant, reluctant at first, but then he agrees to do it. So then afterwards, uh, Brandon goes to Andrea and he says, who would you want to, you know, see the most for the senior spotlight for the school paper? And she said, obviously Roger Azarian. And then Brandon's like, well, I got him. So that was who he saw playing, uh, tennis, also, uh, I'll get back to that later in the tidbits part, but uh, clearly this is Matthew Perry of uh, from Friends, so very young Matthew Perry. Anyways, um, so Brandon then asks Steve if he knows anything about him, and all he says really is that his dad owns half of Orange County, so we know that Roger is very wealthy and his dad um, obviously has a lot of money. So... Then uh, Brenda uh, gets her SAT scores. So uh, the, a few episodes back, she wasn't able to uh, take the SATs. Um, so she took them, got her scores back, and she's really excited. She got an 1190. Um, back when I was in school, the it was at a 1600. I think it went to 2400 at some point because there was an essay portion so if it's at a twenty four hundred, obviously that changes. You know what her score is, but eleven ninety is a good score, and um, it might have gone back to at a sixteen hundred. But anyways, um, she got an eleven ninety, and then Kelly says that um, that's great, and Donna seems to like not really want to talk about it, so she's being a little weird about the um, the SATs. But uh, they'll say they said that when they get home, they'll uh, tell Brenda what they got on their scores. Then we are at Roger's house and Brandon's over there because he's getting ready to do uh, his piece about him for the paper. And he's walking around his house and you see that Roger has this huge house and he's got a gun hanging on the wall. And Roger told Brandon that he learned how to shoot a gun when he was just six. And then um, Roger's father comes home and you kind of see that they have like a weird relationship it's not you know they're not close they're not like Brandon and Jim anything like that and then um Roger mentions uh to Brandon that he wrote a screenplay because his dad mentioned something that he could do something with the screenplay for him so then um Brandon takes screenplay home with him and then when he goes home 
uh, he uh, goes to look at his SAT scores and Brenda is dying to see what he got because they have this twin rivalry and the parents are kind of making jokes about who did better. And then he kind of laughs when he looks at it and she says, what did you get? And he says, 1190 beat that. So then the whole family thinks it's funny because they ended up getting the same exact score. So Brenda sees that Brandon has a screenplay with him and he tells her that it's one that Roger wrote. She wants the two of them to read the screenplay. And just as they start, Kelly calls to tell Brenda what she got on her SATs. She's really happy. She got a 1050 and they talk about how Donna's acting a little weird. She's kind of being a little standoffish, doesn't want to talk about school or anything. And then Brenda tells Brand, uh, Brenda tells Kelly that they're reading the screenplay that Roger Roger Azarian wrote and Kelly says that they actually dated a few years ago but she wasn't wealthy enough for him which is interesting because obviously Kelly's very wealthy which is weird because also we don't really know what her her dad does like her mom was a former model but her dad we don't really know much about him or what he does so where her money comes from because her house is huge but anyways so um they get back to the screenplay and they realize that it's like a little weird because the main character is going to kill his father. So then Brandon has this weird look on his face about it. And then the next day he's talking to Andrea and he feels like he's nervous that the screenplay is autobiographical. Like, does Roger want to kill his father or anything like that? Then we see Kelly and Brenda and they're talking about Donna again and how she's being a little weird about the SATs. And then they see her, the three of them have a class together and they're taking a test and you see everybody, you know, working on their essay and Donna's kind of just sitting there. She's not writing anything and she she looks a little stressed and then all of a sudden she says that she got something in her eye and her you know eye hurts and she has to run out of class and then Kelly and Brenda look at each other like what's going on with her. We then see at lunch, Brandon is still uh, work, reading the screenplay and he runs into Roger and he tells him that he really likes it. Um, and then at the same time, Kelly and Brenda see Donna and she's hanging with some weird new crowd and she's smoking and they're just very concerned about like what's going on with her because she's acting really, really weird. We then see uh, after school, I guess, Roger has a, an appointment with his therapist and he's talking about how he doesn't really have any friends and he doesn't like his father and he wishes that his father was dead. We then see Roger come home, take, uh, take the gun that we saw, goes into his father's office and he shoots him and then just then you see that it's actually not happening. Brandon is reading the screenplay. So all of, you know, Roger and the therapist, that all was uh, part of the script. But Brandon clearly thinks that Roger is intending to kill his father. So Brenda and Kelly are at their lockers and they're talking about colleges and Mrs. Teasley, who is the vice principal, comes over and asks if they've seen Donna. I guess she has an appointment with her and can't find her. Also, it's interesting. So, I mean, I know that the show, the timeline is weird because they're, it, it, they say they're juniors, but they're going to be in co uh, high school for two more years after this. So it's really sophomore year. So it's, I, I just wonder, like, at this point, if the show if they knew they were being picked up for another season because it just 
it's weird. Like, I get kind of in the pilot at the beginning, you kind of want to make them juniors, but you want to keep them in high school longer because realistically, nobody goes to the same college as their group of friends, um, which, I mean, they end up doing, but um, it's just... I just wonder, like, if they knew that the show was getting picked up, if they decided, like, let's keep them juniors, or I, I don't know. But anyways, they're talking about colleges, and, and, you know, Mrs. Teasley can't find Brenda. So then we see Roger and Brandon are in Roger's Porsche, and at the same time we see Dylan and Brenda in Dylan's Porsche. And Dylan has, like, this really cool, like, 1950s Porsche, and Roger has a... Um, I guess more of a like a 1991 version of a Porsche so his is newer and he kind of says to Dylan oh we should see how these Porsches run let's race and then Dylan you know being oh so cool was like nope I'm good and then Roger and Brandon speed off and Brandon and Dylan are like kind of like questioning what their what their deal is and then after school Brenda goes shopping and she runs into Donna and She's talking to Donna, and Donna's acting weird, and she, you know, doesn't want to talk about anything, and she says that, you know, she won't even get a job after school, and she calls herself an idiot, and Brenda asks, like, what's going on, why are you saying that, and she told her that she got a 650 on the SATs, and she's really upset, and she thinks she's stupid. So, obviously, you know, that's what's been going on with Donna. She didn't do well on the SATs. And, you know, she obviously has some sort of, you know, maybe a learning disability. And that she, that's why she didn't do well on the test or anything like that. We then see um, Brandon uh, talking to Roger. And she's kind of, he's kind of like pushing him a little bit to see if he'll give him a insight on the character in the screenplay to see if you know Roger's kind of talking about himself if he wrote it autobiographical and um say that three times fast and um Brandon then walks out because we see Roger and his father arguing because Roger did not get into Stanford and I guess that was like his legacy school and he didn't want his father's help. He wanted to get on his get in on his own and his father was like, Well, you didn't you could only get in with, with me. So um they're arguing about it. And then Brandon is leaving and since Roger has like a Porsche convertible, he saw that he had a gun in the car. So then that night uh, bringing back an oldie but a goodie, Brandon calls Andrea at the teen rap line, and um, I guess Brenda doesn't work there anymore. Maybe, maybe after that incident with that girl that was getting date raped, uh, or not date raped, like basically raped after uh those football games, she didn't want to do it anymore. But uh, Andrea still works there apparently, and um, so Brandon calls her to see kind of get advice from her on what to do and she says she doesn't really know what to tell him because you know she never really dealt with anything like that serious and um she suggests he talk to Jim about it and then Jim says that he should go to Roger directly and basically ask him what's going on so then uh the next day at school Brenda is talking to Mrs. Teasley in her office and she's telling her about Donna and she says that uh, she has a meeting with Donna herself. Um, and then when Mrs. Teasley 
talks to Donna, she kind of freaks out when she's taking tests. That's the issue. She gets nervous. And Mrs. Teasley tells her that she might actually have a learning disability, specifically with time limits. She might need more time to take tests. And Donna's upset at first, but you kind of see her like understand it a little bit more that maybe that's, you know, the issue and that she could do better on the tests if she had unlimited time, which isn't, you know, which is thing a lot of people do uh, need extra time when they take tests. So uh, they talk about that. Brandon is looking everywhere for Roger. He's not on the tennis court. He's nowhere at school. And Brandon's kind of freaking out that he might do something to hurt his father. So he goes back to Roger's house and he finds him. And it seems like Roger's drunk and he has the gun in his hand. Brandon tells him that killing his father is not the answer. And Brand- and then Roger tells him that it's only a movie, the screenplay. It's not real. He's not going to kill his father. But then he turns the gun on himself and Brandon kind of convinces him not to. He talks him down. He tells him that he's his friend and that, you know, he shouldn't shouldn't do that. So Brandon stops Roger from doing anything to himself. Then, um, you know, we see Roger is uh, getting help in a, um, I guess he's in like a mental kind of hospital and you could see that his father's a little upset. Brandon goes to visit him and uh, Roger um, and Brandon are kind of just acting as friends. They were supposed to go to a Dodgers game together and Brandon gave the tickets to Dylan and Steve. And at the hospital, Roger and Brandon listened to the game together on the radio. And then uh, the episode ends with Donna talking to Kelly and Brenda And she tells them that she's able to take the SATs again and she's able to uh, get unlimited time when she takes them. So now for the fun facts and tidbits for the episode. So as I mentioned, uh, Roger is played by Matthew Perry, who is uh, Chandler Bing on Friends. And um, he actually can play tennis. Um, I believe Matthew Perry was like a junior, um, you know, almost pro tennis player. So when he's playing, you could see that he can actually play. So he's a really good tennis player. Um Also, this is the first episode, so we see Mrs. Teasley, and I mentioned on the episode when Brenda and Brandon had that twin study that the person monitoring it was uh, someone that we'll see in the future um, on more episodes. So this is her playing now Mrs. Teasley, the role that we know her as. So the plot on this episode was loosely based on the Menendez brother crime, which happened about two years prior. And if you don't know uh, who the Menendez brothers are, they were these two rich kids from Beverly Hills that were put in jail, accused of killing their father and their mother. And they went on this like you know, spending spree afterwards. So it raised a few flags, but they ended up going to jail uh, for the murders. And they were saying they were being abused. It's, it's, it was kind of like one of these crazy, um, you know, true crime stories. I believe also, um, I'm not sure if it was Netflix or 
a different network, but there was a um, like a true crime movie based about it, uh, based on the Minnes Brothers. So if you want to check that out, you can look into it. It was starring um, Edie Falco from The Sopranos. She played their lawyer. So good one to check out. And I think, yeah, that's it for the uh, facts and tidbits for this one. So that's it for this episode of Casa Walsh, a 90210 podcast. My name is Sam, and the next episode we'll be talking about is Season 1, Episode 20, called Spring Training. And I will uh, see you then.